Okay, good afternoon and welcome to this, the last keynote of the day with me, your host, David Skip. We're going to talk today about how to connect with yourself and your multiple brains to achieve peak performance. So what I'd first like to do is welcome you all into the room. You've all probably been wandering around talking to all the wonderful business owners and seeing what they do. And what I'd like you to do is to really put your feet on the ground and get yourself all settled because you've probably been in your heads looking and talking to people. And it's a good idea just to take the weight off your feet and relax for a moment. Maybe put your hands into your lap. And what I'd like you to do, you don't have to have your eyes closed, but it can help this part of the, uh, of the keynote. I'd like you to close your eyes and take in some three deep breaths just to get yourself calmly alert for this 30 minute keynote. Try not to go to sleep. Uh, that would help if you didn't. I'll try and wake you up. Take another deep breath, send that energy into your bellies. And if you've got any tired areas, such as your shoulders, your legs, or even your feet, because you've been on them all day, or some of us have anyway, really enjoy the feeling of feeling relaxed and being alert for this last keynote. And that final breath, take it down, relax those shoulders, perhaps your heads, your feet, and really getting yourself ready for this wonderful opportunity to learn how to connect your brains. Right, thank you very much. If you can open your eyes, and now you should be calmly alert for what comes. So, we're gonna be talking today, as I said, about connecting with your multiple brains. We don't just have one, we have more than one. Don't wanna give away the surprise just yet. So I'm going to talk about my story, why I'm here, why I'm in front of you, why you should listen to me. How balanced are you? But it is all about the brains. And what is the problem with being out of balance? What does that actually mean in the real world for people such as yourselves that have come here, friends that you may know, relatives, other wider people? And then techniques to increase that balance, to really get back into balance in order to be able to reach peak performance. And then I shall open the floor for questions at the end. Should run about 30 minutes, give or take. So, here we go. So my story. I was born in Epsom Hospital, just down the road. I went to a local school called Glynn. Some of you may or may not be aware of where that is, just down the road. I went on to university at Plymouth to do a business information management systems degree, which really taught me about the processes employed in business, how business was meant to work with technology, process, and systems. But actually, it was more about people that really sparked my interest, even back in those days. I worked for some amazing companies, FTSE 100 companies in finance, insurance, travel, retail. And then I took myself off around the world as I was very lucky in those times before we weren't allowed to, which was great. Really got to experience some culture and great food and really amazing landscapes. Some of the pictures that I took on those travels are up there. 
the first one's a place called Parachi in Brazil. The next one is Angkor Wat in Cambodia, followed by a lovely shop in, in Bolivia in the salt flats and then some lovely um, material in India. That was an amazing trip. But what I really learned was connecting with people because people are the cornerstone of what we do in life, how we connect with others. And we're all connected to each other through being human. And that connection allows me to tell you that we're all made up of the same stuff, mind and body. We are made of those things, but we don't just have one brain. We have multiple brains, which I'd imagine you're quite interested about. Hang on a minute, how have I got multiple brains? We will find out in a moment. So I'm a lifelong learner, real passion for self-development and understanding myself better in order to get the best out of me. And that really led me on to want to understand other people better. I went on to do a certified master NLP practitioner. NLP is Neuro Linguistic Programming, uh, a wonderful way of really getting to understand how we are programmed pretty much immediately when we come into this world and how we can change that through mindset, coaching and other performance techniques. And a very new type of coaching called MBIT, which stands for Multiple Brain Integration Techniques. And you'll understand more about why I do that when we talk about brains. My grandfather was a very big part of my life. He was a very curious gentleman. He was fantastically interested in everybody and everything. And that's probably where I get my curiosity and my interest in people from. Sadly, my grandfather passed away just a couple of weeks ago. And I'd like to dedicate this, my first keynote, to him because he was my greatest hero and someone that I really, really miss. So, what happened to me when I did some coaching back in 2010? Well, it really changed how I saw what I did how I behaved in the workplace, and how I could then become better at what I did. I started my life, as many people do in IT, taking phone calls from very unhappy people. And that was okay, but after a while it can get a bit tedious. So as I said, I went on a journey to understand myself better, using NLP tools and techniques, and I really accelerated myself through the business working smarter, not harder, like, or longer like everyone else seemed to do. I gained consecutive promotions and really put into practice the things that I had learned. I modeled myself on the leaders in the business, how the people that were brilliant, what they did, how they did it, and that is really the cornerstone of NLP, so it was a brilliant place to put that into practice. I used powerful tools and techniques to grow and nurture teams to lead from the front, get everyone on board, take them on the journey, and win together as a team. When I first got, as I said, got into coaching and understanding how these things work, one of the greatest tools that I learned, or one of the greatest tools that I used when I was getting into this, was the Wheel of Life. And some of you may have heard of that, some of you may not have heard of that, but that was a real fundamental thing for me that really helped me get on to do greater things. 
So I would like to invite you now to try out said tool, and this is an automated tool. It won't take you very long. In front of you on your seats, you should have a little uh, card that gives you the address. That shouldn't take you any longer than three minutes. It will give you an instant result. It's ysp-wheel.scoreapp.com. It's on the business card on the, uh, on the flyer, but if you can't see. So you, some of you should start to see the results now. So what this offers, this scorecard performance quiz, is an opportunity to see how balanced you are. When clients come to work with me, this is the first thing that they do, and it's a great baseline of where you currently are in your life. And that is where you are. And there'll be reasons for that and why you're there. And that's fine. When clients work with me going forward, we then customize your wheel to make it more appropriate to you. And obviously, there has to be some generality for a, a standard one. When you come to work with me, we would focus them on your actual segments that are personal to you. A real personalized approach which is fundamental for getting the best out of your experience of the coaching journey with me that you may take on board. So, I think everyone's finished doing the quiz. Anyone not finished doing the quiz? Okay, I will now move on for the sake of the rest of the audience. So what I'd like you to do now is I'd like you to put your phones down I'd like you to stand up. Don't have to stand up if you are not able to, but it's better if you do. Okay, so maybe have a little shake out, get out of your heads, because you've all been in your head while you have done the quiz, sorry. And now I'd like you to point to where you believe your brain lives. Can we have some pointing? Yeah. Two hands, maybe, help me. Okay, yeah. Phones down, please, guys. <laughs> um, brilliant, okay. We do have more than one brain, so where do you think another brain could live? People pointing at their chests. Uh, where are you all pointing to? Okay, yeah, that's an interesting one. Uh, <laughs> Another interesting one, yeah, great, thank you guys. Okay, brilliant. Brilliant for those ones that have pointed to their heart or their guts. Kind of giving away the last question, where do you think your last brain may be? So those who are pointing to their guts, probably in your heart, and those who are speaking to their heart. Okay, that's brilliant. Thank you very much for your participation. You now may sit down. So, our multiple brains. We have one in our head, one in our heart, and one in our gut. So I'd like to talk to you now what neuroscientists term a brain. So what the neuroscientists say is to define a brain, we define it as large numbers of neurons or ganglia. Ganglia is a scientific term. I can talk about for hours with someone if they're really interested, but we haven't got quite long enough in this presentation. Neural cells that interconnect, they go all the way through our body, joining everything up. They're functional. So what I mean by that is the heart pumps blood, 
The gut deals with digestion and excretion. And the head well, does thinking and keeping us safe in this world. So there are chemical warehouses of neurotransmitters that are constantly building. There's something called neuroplasticity, where the body can recreate and rebuild after things like trauma and when you've had accidents. And it's possible for people to regain things when they had had them broken before. And that's part of the, the body's universal intelligence, of which there are three. The brain of the head, the brain of the heart, and the brain of the gut. They are sources of intelligence. They have knowing. They have inner wisdom. So, prime functions. Now, what's a prime function? What is it that you think a prime function is? Well, a prime function is the things that each of those brains do. That's their role in the body. And we're going to go through a few of those now. So, the prime function of our head brain is to do cognitive perception, so all the things to do with how we perceive things outside of ourselves, the thinking and the making meaning. The head is the part of the brain, or the head brain rather, is the place of immense creativity. So when your boss sets you an example of something to do, that's the part of your brain that goes off and thinks of all the clever things, the ways you could do it with your experiences. The head brain has billions of neurons, a real powerhouse of information. An example of head talk would be, it's all in my head. I've just got this thing in my head that I can't get rid of it. And that's important, as you'll see later on. Then we have the heart. The heart is for compassion. It's the place where we emote. It's the place where we relate. And above all, it's the place where we have values. Value sets are very important to how we connect with people, brands, businesses, other people, relationships. And it's really the cornerstone of that particular brain that allows us to be able to understand and connect with other people. Phrases that go with the heart are, my heart wasn't in it, wasn't really there for me. The gut. This is a place of where courage lives, mobilization, self-preservation, and our core identity. And it's worth knowing that that's also where intuition lives. So you know that voice you get where it says, don't cross out in the road because, oh, there's a car. That's our gut firing up. Our gut knows before our head that there's a car coming. And there's another part of our body known as the ANS that I'm gonna come on to shortly that's always on. It's part of the central nervous system to keep us safe. A, a wording that would come from the gut would be something like, I had a gut feel that something was wrong. I had a knowing that it was the right decision. So there's a problem when these various brains are not in alignment. There's a problem when you've got a head that says one thing, a heart that says another, and the gut that says something else. That is gonna give you a bit of confusion, right? But it's also gonna potentially give you some problems in other areas of your life, such as putting things off. Procrastination, as we know, is the thief of time. A fear of being judged by self of others. That would happen potentially when you've got your head saying, 
well, they're going to think this of me. And your heart's saying, well, my values are this, and then, but my identity is this, and they're not in alignment. You've got in a inner conflict, as I've mentioned, the head, heart, and gut being out of alignment. You can't make a decision for being for the fear of being wrong, or maybe got analysis paralysis, where you're just frozen. You, I don't want to do that. It might be wrong. Or don't, you know, you know, you've probably all been there. I know I have a couple of times. Repeating unhelpful behaviour, such as you really know you mustn't eat that biscuit because you really want to feel better and look great, but actually you're going to eat it because you haven't actually tapped into why you're eating the biscuit to start with. Maybe you're going to the gym as a consequence, but actually that's unhelpful behaviour. And you can have poor mental and physical sickness and low energy. So when the, the brains are not in alignment, the energy gets trapped in the different areas. And those of you that are familiar with esoteric wisdom, yoga perhaps, maybe chakras, systems like that, that's covered in the part of the coaching that I do within MBIT and Mbraining. So understanding how they're all linked together and to focus on the things that are stopping you from moving forward. So I mentioned the ANS. This is a very complicated system, quite primitive in its design. The ANS supports the multiple brains in being in balance. And as we've mentioned earlier on, when you're not in balance, you can have a whole host of things that makes it very difficult for you to be able to move forward consistently. So there's two branches of the ANS, the autonomous nervous system, sympathetic and the parasympathetic. The sympathetic is evoked when we have a perceived threat in our natural environment. Hundreds of thousands of years ago when we had um, saber-toothed tigers in the world, our ANS would fire up the sympathetic and we'd run away from the perceived threat, which would then in those days be very real. And good job too, otherwise we potentially wouldn't be here now. So that fires up. What happens when we're in the sympathetic side of the nervous system? is our immune system is shut down, our digestive system is shut down, and a whole bunch of adrenaline is pumped into our body so we can run away from the threat. But there's no saber-toothed tigers anymore, right? Well, I don't think there are anyway. No, there aren't. What happens these days is we have still got those perceived threats in our environment known as stress. And we all have them in all of our life throughout our lives. So what happens is our body goes into the sympathetic state, thus our immune system is shut down, our digestive system is shut down because of the perceived threat. What we need is to be able to go over to the parasympathetic side for rest and recovery. With things that are happening in our environment all the time, sometimes it's difficult to know how to move from one side to the other. In the coaching work that I do, I make people aware that there is a way to bring ourselves back into balance. It's all about either being in balance or finding your way back to balance. And being in sympathetic, you can't just go into balance. You have to go from one side to the other, and like a pendulum, so that you can go from the stress state into the rest and recover state, and then you move back into balance. So how do you do that? Well. There are many ways that you can increase your balance. Balance, in this sense, is about returning your body to what's known as homeostasis. Homeostasis is a natural space 
where we recover from illnesses, we become our best self, we're in total alignment. And coherence is a technique that you can use on purpose to go into homeostasis, thus healing yourself, which quite frankly is very important for any time of one's life, but particularly these days. We call it a beautiful coherence, balanced breathing meditation. We're not going to do it today because it's too noisy um, and it might make you go to sleep as well, which isn't really the intention of this keynote. I recommend that you regularly use the wheel that you did earlier on to see how in balance or out of balance you are. So you've got the head brain part of you being engaged. And I recommend that you create more awareness in yourself. So you can do that by having good documentaries, reading more widely, listening to interesting things. But the best way that you can get into better balance and having a life that is more enjoyable and allowing you to go into peak performance is actually to hire yourself or engage with a certified master MBIT coach. And you'll be delighted to know that I am one of those said coaches. In fact, I am one of only 120 master MBIT coaches in the whole world. So it's quite a new thing. It's something that is very gentle, very subtle, but highly transformative. Thank you. So, why is being in balance a good thing? Start off at 10. Well, you know what? You feel back in balance. You feel happy. You're joyful. Who doesn't want to feel happy and joyful? Anyone in this room? More restful sleep. When you don't have the stress in your life before you go to sleep, you sleep through the night uninterrupted. And when you've got more energy, you're more able to do things. You're more able to do the things that you said you wanted to do. You feel in a place of balance to move forward for peak performance. You can recover faster from illness. So say you had a particularly stressful day at work, but you knew that you were going home, you are gonna put your feet, I watch the telly for a few hours. You could, if you wanted to, just before you go to sleep, allow half an hour or so to wind down, stick on the Coherence Balanced Breathing, it's available on Spotify through my website, and then just ease yourself off into a lovely sleep where you'll feel more restful and you'll be able to get better quicker because you'll be balanced, so the homeostasis um, mechanism will kick off anyway. You'll feel more balanced and in control. And you'll perform better. You'll exceed those targets that you set yourself because quite frankly, when all of your brains are all in alignment, which your ANS is supporting, you'll be able to do and be exactly what you want. So final thoughts. Sometimes to let go of the life that you have planned and move out of your comfort zone, discover the life that's waiting for you. So I will help you achieve that because I coach, I educate and I guide you to connect with yourself so that you can discover your true purpose and make a difference in the world. Thank you very much.